So let's start in Virasana today. So knees together. Take your heels to the outsides of your hips. And as you sit back, possibly uh, land your bottom on a blanket, a block, or several props. Or if it feels okay for the knees, then the bottom can be all the way down on the mat. But be honest with yourself. I just was honest with myself and put a blanket underneath me. Okay, so once you find a comfortable position for the legs, close your eyes, rest your palms on your thighs, and invite yourself here. Bring your mind into your body and begin to notice your body. What is happening this morning, what's calling for your attention in this shape. And trust those signals, respond to those signals. Bring energy, bring thought into the different areas of your body that are asking for attention. Relax your feet, your ankles, shins and calves, knees and thighs. Settle into your sits bones, left and right evenly. So notice if one side of your seat feels heavier. If so, shift your weight side to side, swaying until you feel that your left and right sits bones are evenly weighted. Hands can be broad and soft as you pull your shoulders up towards your ears. So this is just to lengthen actively the sides of the body. So grow the space from your hips to your armpits. Keep that space long as you loop your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. So you create a tone at your upper back. Contraction of the shoulder blades towards one another as the chest broadens and lifts. Now allow your shoulder blades to fall down the back side of your chest as your heart continues to open and lift. Notice if your head is tilted back, bring your chin parallel to the floor, and then ease the sides of your neck slightly back. Bring a tone to your upper abdomen by knitting your left and right front lower ribs together. And then draw that central point of your upper abdomen to your spine. Soften the muscles of your face. And turn your attention to your breath, breathing in and out through your nostrils. And gradually begin to deepen your breath. Each breath just a little bit larger than the last, expanding the capacity of your lungs. Follow the progression of your breath as you inhale. Follow the lungs, the filling of the lungs from bottom, middle to top. And the progression of your exhale as the lungs empty from top, middle, to bottom. And at the bottom of your breath, you might press out any additional air as you draw up 
mula bandha, so root lock, the pelvic floor draws up, in and up. And then you can release that bandha, that lock, as you resume your next inhale. One idea I would like to work with through today's practice is the idea of acceptance. Something I'm struggling with in my life and in my, <laughs> in my practice. So just think about what that idea might mean at this moment. Notice the patterns of your own mind and if they tend to go towards that criticism or judgment or how could this be different, how could I be better. And can you try just for these few moments to let go of those thoughts and reach a point of acceptance. to appreciation and gratitude. <clears throat> Let's take three more breaths together. As you're ready, exhale all your breath. Empty your lungs. And we'll inhale together for the count of five. Beginning, one, two, three, four, five. Fill up any more, sipping an additional breath at the top, and then exhale, five, four, three, two, one. Possibly engaging Mula Bandha with the lungs empty. Again, inhale, one, two, three, four, and five, fill, hold, and exhale, five, four, three, two, one, with the lungs empty, engage Mula Bandha, last one, release Mula Bandha, inhale, one, two, three, four, five, biggest breath in, any additional air at the top, and exhale with control, five, four, three, two, one, press it all out and hold. And then release Mula Bandha, bring the palms together in front of heart center. And we'll chant the mantra Om three times. Exhale your breath and inhale for Om.
please come forward into a tabletop position, placing any props off to the side. Plant your wrists below your shoulders, spread your fingers and palms. And let's begin our cat and cow stretches. Inhale, belly and chest down, tailbone and gaze. Lift into your cow stretch. And as you exhale, strongly round the spine, chin to chest, tailbone towards the floor, belly button towards the ceiling, and continue with your own breath. Gradually again, growing the... um, growing the range of motion of your spine on this morning. And can you really sync movement and breath (coughs) seamlessly so that you come to the very peak of your um, cat stretch as your lungs empty, (coughs) the peak of your cow stretch as your lungs reach capacity? And with an inhale, return to a neutral spine. Take your right leg over to the left. So right leg straight, and then take the foot out to the outside of your mat on the left side. And then start to look over your left shoulder back at your right foot. So you're getting a bit of a side stretch along the right side the outer hip, the sides of the ribs. And you're getting um, this compression along the left side. So you're contracting the left, left waistline, shoulder towards the hip. And breathe through this shape, deepen with breath. And then come back through center, right knee down, left leg straight, and then bring the left toes out to the outside of your mat on the right side. Okay, now take the gaze over your right shoulder. And as you look back at the foot, breathe. So as you inhale, you can think about expanding the left side. As you exhale, think about contracting the right side. And then come back through center. Oh, I totally forgot what I was going to have you guys do next. Okay, come bring the knees together and sit back on your heels. <laughs> Shouldn't have admitted that. Uh, swing your feet, your legs out, to, your feet out to the left uh, side of your mat so that your uh, left ankle nestles in the arch of your right foot and then land on your right hip. Take your right hand behind you, cross your left hand to the right thigh. Inhale and grow tall, tall, tall. 
Exhale and begin to revolve around that central channel of the spine. Wrapping left to right, bottom to top. Keep your chest broad, chin parallel to the earth. And think about the left eye leading the gaze over the right shoulder. Keep the edges of your mouth soft. And again, use your breath. Inhale to grow tall. Exhale to revolve any deeper. And maybe that deeper isn't visible externally, but it's an internal deepening of expression here. And with your next inhale, come back through center, knees together, swing your feet to the right, the outside of the right hip, land on your left hip, left hand behind, right hand crosses, inhale to grow tall, head over heart, heart over hips, exhale to revolve. And one really nice analogy here is the idea of wringing out a sponge. So Think about each inhale as saturating the sponge, each exhale as uh, wringing the water out of that sponge. Helping to promote circulation through the internal organs. Okay, take the knees uh, a little wider than hip-width distance apart, walking them towards the back of your mat, not to the back of your mat. Grab the outside edges of your mat with each hand, and we're going to do uh, my, what I like, how I like to teach puppy dog pose. So push the outer edges of your mat forward as you turn your inner thighs back and apart, tucking or uh, tilting your pelvis forward towards the earth as your tailbone tilts skyward. Push the outer edges of your mat away and start to land possibly your chin towards or to the mat. So shoulders out of the ears as shoulder blades pull together, contract at the upper back. So really feeling the strength of your upper back muscles, pulling the shoulder blades together as you sink your heart towards the earth. So consider again the uh, cow pose that we did earlier. So this is a really even more exaggerated version of the hips in cow pose. Inner thighs pressing back and apart, really trying to get a broad backside here. So heads of the femur bones pulling away from each other in the pelvic, uh, in the sockets there. Again, continue to breathe. And then everybody, let's slide forward to lie on our bellies. Chin on the mat, arms at your sides. With the, uh, bring the feet together for now. 
Point the right toes, relax your left leg, extend along the top side of your right leg. So reaching the toes towards the back wall, so much so that your kneecap is already beginning to lift off of the floor, even though the foot hasn't left the earth. Okay, with the right leg straight and strong, slowly begin to lift it off of the floor. First the foot, then the lower thigh, middle thigh, Eventually, more of the thigh lifts off the floor with the front of the right hip grounded. Lengthen and lift, strengthening the low back on the right side, and then release your right leg down. Relax the right foot, heel can widen out to the right. Left toes point, left leg long. Ground the left foot as the right knee are, or the left knee already begins to lift off of the floor. So with that strong, long left leg, begin to lift the foot, the lower thigh, the middle thigh, more of the thigh lifts off of the floor as you continue to breathe. You continue to stretch those toes towards the back wall, lift and lengthen, and then let it go. Relax both heels out to either side of the room momentarily, and then point all 10 toes towards the back wall, setting your feet hip width distance apart. So already the knees are lifting off of the floor and interlace the fingers behind your back. Point your elbows towards the ceiling and then begin to draw them in towards one another, contracting your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. With an inhale, slowly begin to lift your chin and chest as you start to straighten your arms, pulling your wrists and pulling your wrists together or towards one another. Reach your knuckles towards your heels. Open your heart. Use the strength of your upper back to lift your chest. Shoulders back. Feet grounded. Edges of your mouth soft. And exhale, release. Shoulders roll forward. Left cheek to the earth. Arms at your sides. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. And just let everything go. Invite yourself to this moment. Be present with the breath. Head heavy, neck soft. Breathe into your upper back. And we'll do that again. Chin on the floor. Point the toes, ground the tops of the feet. Kneecaps already are beginning to lift as you interlace your fingers behind your back, bringing the opposite thumb in front and you can figure that out. Elbows towards the ceiling, shoulders contracted on the upper back, and shoulder blades moving away from the ears. As you begin to inhale, start to straighten the arms, pull your wrists towards one another, reach your knuckles towards your heels, keep the feet grounded, Concentrate on the opening of the chest as you inhale, the contraction of the upper back as you exhale. Soften the edges of your mouth. One more inhale to lift and exhale. Shoulders roll forward, right cheek to the floor, arms relaxed at your sides, big toes touch, heels widen apart, head is heavy, neck is soft. Breathe into your upper back.
chin to the floor, tuck your toes, wrist by your ribs, send your hips all the way back to your heels for an extended child's pose, and then lift up and back for downward facing dog. Spread your fingers and palms once again, and root down through the knuckles of your fingers. So especially rooting through the base of your index finger as that part of the hand tends to become lighter in this position. Press down and forward with the hands as you simultaneously lift up and back with the hips. Now bend the knees and exaggerate that cow shape in the low back. So without buckling the knees, so knees stay hip width distance apart, Spin the inner thighs towards the back wall and then try to broaden the heads of the femur bones away from one another. So look back at your feet. The tendency will be for your knees to buckle and your heels to widen. So prevent that from happening as you tilt your tailbone up. And then begin to straighten your right leg, reaching the heel towards the floor, lifting the kneecap towards the sky. And then switch sides. Bend the right knee. Reach the left heel down, lift the left knee up. And then you can walk your dog from side to side at your leisure, quickly or slowly, responding to the needs of your own body. So if uh, one side feels tighter, one leg feels shorter, give that side a little more attention. We're looking for balance. And sometimes that means uh, one side gets a little longer on each stretch. And then bring your dog back to stillness. With an inhale, lift your right leg straight up and back. And we're gonna hang out here for a moment. Push the hands down and forward. Allow the left heel to gently relax towards the earth as you lift into your left kneecap. Turn your right knee and right toes straight down towards the floor and think about lifting the right leg with the inner thigh. Lift, look forward, and then with an exhale, lunge your right foot between your hands. So create a long stride. Angle lands below the knee if it doesn't. Slide the foot forward using the help of the hand. Lift up onto tented fingers on either side of your front foot, and then slowly allow the hips to sink forward until the right thigh is parallel to the floor. Think about your back leg. Lift through your back inner thigh as you reach your back heel away. Heart forward, shoulders out of the ears. Be here in your lunge. Soften the edges of your mouth. Be curious. And then release the left knee to the floor. Heel toe your right foot a few inches to the right, and then angle the right foot to the right at a slight angle. Allow the hips to melt down and forward. Draw your right outer hip towards the back of your mat, and draw your left outer hip forward and down. Angle your upper body about a 45 degree angle to the left. And possibly, if it's available, come down onto your right forearm and then your left forearm. Hands can either be interlaced or palms on the earth, shoulders out of the ears. And if you'd like, you can experiment with flexing the right foot and 
turning to the outside of the right foot, rolling the knee out to the right and rolling to the outside razor edge of the right foot without collapsing that ankle. So if this is uh, really fun already and you want to have more fun, you can tuck the back toes and lift your back knee up. If that's too much all at once, keep the back knee down, keep the foot on the floor. Draw the right hip back in space. Lengthen the distance from the hip to the armpit on the right side. Melt your heart. And then walk your hands back through center, right foot on the floor, tuck the back toes, send the right leg back, downward facing dog. And then with an inhale, lift your left leg straight up and back. So press your hands down and forward, release the right heel down, lengthen along the back of that leg as you lift along the top or the front of the right knee. And then point the left toes straight down so the left outer hip rounds towards the earth as you use the inner thigh of the lifted leg to lift the leg even higher. And then look forward. Exhale as you lunge the left foot between your hands. Lift up onto tented fingers. Melt the hips down and forward. Left thigh parallel to the floor. Make, allow the hips to be heavy and then lift through your back inner thigh. As you lift through the inner thigh, reach back through the heel and pull forward through the heart. Again, stay, uh, stay <laughs> in this shape and breathe. Sink the right heel to the floor. Heel toe the left foot to the left a couple of inches. Turn the toes out. Bring both hands to the inside of the left foot. Allow the hips to melt down and forward as you continue to lift through the back inner thigh. Angle the upper body to the right and possibly come down onto your left forearm and right forearm, whatever's available. Shoulders out of the ears, heart melts down and forward, and if you'd like, flex the left foot, roll onto the razor, the outer edge of the left foot as the knee widens out to the left. Concentrates your attention, your focus on the left outer hip. If that um, sensation becomes too overwhelming, then go to the step before, the position before, or if you'd like to go deeper into this direction, tuck your back toes under and lift your right knee off of the floor. Continuing to wrap your outer hip down as your inner thigh lifts of the back leg. And right knee back to the earth if it's up. Right foot back to the earth, the floor if it's up. Press back, downward facing dog. And you may be wondering, when are those push-ups happening? And uh, you can stop wondering because they're going to happen now. Inhale, come forward into plank. 
Exhale, lower down, possibly coming to your knees if your hips sag. Inhale, push up, and exhale, hips move either back to um, child's pose or downward facing dog. So that was one. We'll do four more with the breath. Inhale, forward to plank. Exhale, lower with control. Inhale, press, grounding through the knuckles. Exhale, hips lead you back. Inhale, forward. Exhale as you lower. Inhale as you press. Exhale, hips lead you back. Three, two more. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back, down dog. Last one, first set. Inhale, forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back, downward facing dog. Okay. Got to do something else before we do that next set. Let's come <laughs> forward and on to our bellies once more. Arms at your sides, chin on the mat. Squeeze <laughs> the inner legs together this time, base of the big toes and, and possibly inner heels touch. Ground the tops of the feet as the kneecaps lift. Lengthen your tailbone towards your heels and then press the front of your pelvis into the floor. Fingernails ground and then pull your shoulder blades actively onto the back of your chest. So just with that activation of the upper back, the shoulders lift high up off the floor. And then with an inhale, chin and chest, arms and legs begin to lift off of the earth. Reach your toes and fingertips towards the back wall. Use all the muscles of your back body to lift your front body. Take off. Shoulder blades on the back. Collarbones broad. Thighs lifting off of the floor. Less and less of your body touching down. And then let it go. Left cheek to the floor. Big toes touch. Heels widen apart. Shoulders roll forward. Release and relax. Deep, slow breath. Okay, this next one will be difficult, but also quick. Chin on the floor, bend your knees, flex your feet, and interlace your fingers at the base of your skull. So thumbs hug the base of your skull, fingers interlace behind your head. Lift your elbows towards the sky as you pull your shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. And then inhale, lift thighs and chest. Elbows towards the ceiling, hold five, four. Push your head into your hands, three, two, and one. Let it go. Right cheek to the floor. Shoulders roll forward. Arms at your sides. Big toes touch. Heels wide apart. Again, connect with your breath. Chin back to the floor, press your toes, 
Send your hips up and back for downward facing dog. Down and forward with the hands, up and back with the hips. Release your head, release your heart towards the earth. And then with an inhale, shift forward to plank. Exhale to lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, hips back. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back to. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back three. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back four. Last one, best one. Inhale forward. Exhale, lower. Inhale, press. Exhale, back. Downward facing dog. Push the hands down and forward. Lift the hips up and back. Lift your gaze up and tilt your tailbone even further towards the floor as you melt your heart towards the earth. And then shift your shoulders forward as you continue to look between your hands. Lift up onto tippy toes and lift, lift, lift through the sides of your waistline. So cat pose now to the low back. So round the spine, tuck the tailbone, press down through your hands as though you're going to Push so hard with your hands that your hips lift into the air. And then with an exhale, land your feet between your hands. Okay. <coughs> Sweater's coming off. <laughs> Let's do uh, three more of those. Back to down dog. Look between the hands. Shift the shoulders forward. Press down so much through the hands that the hips want to lift into the air. Exhale and hop to the front of your mat. Okay, two more. Press back. Push down and forward. Lift the hips up and back. Then shift the shoulders forward. Round the spine. Lift onto the tippy tip tip toes. Look where you're going. And at the end of an exhale, arrive. Okay, last one. So really think about getting the hips high. So hopefully um, you don't overshoot and roll into a somersault. But um, think, about, think about if you overshoot, that's where you're going. So hips go so high that they might go past the shoulders. Look forward. Lift through the sides of your waistline. Press down through your hands and arrive. Okay, take the feet hip-width distance apart. Bend the knees. Rest the torso on the thighs. And hang your head forward. Release into ragdoll pose. So using the strength of the legs here to let the upper body release completely. Take hold of opposite forearms or opposite biceps. Allow weight to shift forward in your feet so the knuckles of your toes are grounding and your heels become a little lighter here. You might sway from side to side. You might shake your head, yes and no. Personally, I like to bend one knee as I straighten the opposite leg and begin to walk my rib cage down my thighs to go even longer with the low back. And then eventually, possibly finding stillness in this shape. With each exhale, thinking about the elbows and the head melting deeper towards the earth and maybe the hips inching towards the sky. Now look down, fingertips to the floor. 
keeping all 10 fingertips grounded, slowly begin to lift the hips, lengthening along the back sides of the leg, continuing to shift weight forward in the feet. So as the backs of the legs lengthen, as the hips lift, draw up through the kneecaps, and now actively pull the crown of your head towards the floor. So if you're, uh, if you're getting deeper in this pose, you begin to bend the elbows out to either side of the room. Lift your shoulders out of your ears to keep the sides of your neck long. And then bring your fingertips to your shins. Inhale as you extend your heart forward. Exhale as you fold deeply. Inhale, sweep your arms out, up and overhead as you rise to stand, a long breath. And exhale, pull your palms to heart center. Inhale, rise up with your breath. And exhale, fold forward. Fingertips to the earth. Inhale, fingertips to shins. Heart moves forward. Exhale, fold. As you rise, sweep the arms overhead and shift weights towards your heels as you come to stand. Exhale, palms come to heart center. Again, inhale, sweep up. And exhale to fold. Inhale, rise halfway, extend your heart, exhale and fold. Inhale, rise, and exhale, pull your palms to heart center and keep your eyes closed in this shape for a moment. Roll the shoulder blades onto the back, lift the heart, broaden your collarbones, Feel the weight even between left and right foot, front and back, lift into the kneecaps, tilt your tailbone down, draw your waistline back, chin parallel to the floor, soften the expression from your face. Be present in this moment. Again, notice. Again, accept. Notice and accept. And then go past acceptance to gratitude for this moment, for this body. Open your eyes and step wide to face the uh, French doors. So we're going to do... Warrior two and side angle, so it might be handy to have a block near. And if you have a block, take it to the outside of your right foot. With your feet wide apart, uh, make sure your outer, the outer edges of your feet are parallel to the outside edges of your mat. Lift, lift into your kneecaps, hands on the hips, shoulder blades on the back. Press your hips down and lift out of your waistline. Lift into the armpits. And then turn your right toes out to the right, keeping everything else just as it was. Look at your right toes and begin to bend your right knee deeply, deeply, deeply until the knee is over the heel. Press your left thigh towards the wall behind you. Extend through the inseam of your right knee. Make sure you can see the right big toe. 
ground through your right heel, press down through your hips, lift through your chest, square your chest towards that left wall, and then inhale, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Reach through your fingertips as the shoulder blades draw down the back side of your chest. Lower ribs in and back, tailbone down. And then keep your chin parallel to the floor as you turn your eyes, turn your gaze out beyond your right fingertips. Turn the inner elbows towards the ceiling, shoulder blades roll down your back, shift weight back to the left foot and forward to the right heel. With an exhale, bring the right hand to the block on the outside of your ankle and take your right arm straight up to the sky. Widen your right leg into your right arm as you continue to extend through the inseam of your thigh. Press your left thigh towards the back wall as you wrap your bottom ribs towards the ceiling. So we're just going to take this version of the posture today, not going any deeper just now. Ground to the outside edge of your left foot. Continue to widen the leg into the arm. Extend through the inner thigh. Sink deeply into that front knee. Weight in the front heel. Pull up through your left arm. Return to center. Straighten the right leg. Turn the right toes forward. Take the block to the outside of the left leg and turn the left toes out. Hands on the hips. Square the hips and chest towards the... Um, the left wall, press down with your hands into your hips, lift up into your armpits, draw your upper abdomen in and back, so long, tall spine, look at your left knee and begin to bend your left knee in the direction of your toes. As the knee bends over the heel, left thigh parallels the floor, press your right thigh towards the back wall as you ground through the outer edge of the right foot, and make sure you can see the left big toe as you extend through the inseam of the left thigh. Okay, square the chest, press the hips down, roll the shoulders back, sweep your arms to the height of your shoulders. Reach through your fingertips to lengthen your arms, and then as the shoulder blades roll down the back side of the chest, turn your inner elbows up towards the sky. Chin parallel to the floor as you reach your gaze over your left fingertips without leaning your head. Sink deep into the hips, weight in the front heel, weight along the outside of the back foot. And then with an exhale, left hand to the floor of the block at the outside of the left ankle. Widen the knee into the arm. Press the right thigh towards the wall behind you as you wrap the bottom ribs towards the sky. Thigh back, widen into the leg into arm, scoop the tailbone forward towards the French door wall, towards the left wall. Gaze towards the ceiling, broaden across your chest as you sink deeper into that front knee, weight in the heel. And then look up, inhale to pull the right arm up, straighten the left leg, turn all ten toes forward, bring hands together in front of heart center, and exhale, hop or step your feet back together. Whew. Okay. Little break with the legs together. And then step your heels towards 
the back side of your mat, the, the long side of your mat at the back, and then step your feet again wide apart, maybe even a little wider than the previous pose. Have your block handy in front of you. Hands on the hips, elbows towards the back wall, with your thumbs at your sacral spine, lengthen your tailbone down as you draw your lower ribs in and back. Shoulder blades on the back, heart lifts as your gaze turns to the sky. Exhale, hinge forward at the hips, so chin and chest are now parallel to the floor. Shift weight forward in the feet to the knuckles of the toes, lift your kneecaps up, press your thigh bones back. Again, think about broadening the back side of your pelvis, as in cow pose, and then plant your hands below your shoulders, wrists below your shoulders. Again, with the hands on the earth, pull your heart forward, press your inner thighs back, and now begin to lower down. So hands walk towards the feet, Remaining, hip, remaining shoulder width distance apart. Roll weight forward in the feet as the hips lift higher and cascade energy down from your hips, down through your spine, down through the crown of your head, possibly bringing your head to grounding on the earth or on a block or if you need somewhere in between, you can put your head on a folded blanket. Eventually walking the fingertips back in line with the heels. So since your heels are at the back side of your mat, you can tell how far you have to go to get to that shape. So eventually the palms will walk all the way off the mat and the fingertips will touch uh, the same edge of the mat that the heels are aligned with. Roll weight forward in the feet as you continue to lift your kneecaps up. Inner thighs back and apart, broad backside. Shoulders out of your ears again, sides of the neck long as you push down through the crown of your head. So I like to use this pose as a, um, as a um, precursor to headstand because just as in this pose, we are actually getting that extension through the crown of the head just as we would push into our feet when standing, we're pushing into our head when standing on our head. Press down through the outer edges of your feet, roll weight forward in your feet, inner thighs back and apart, hips lift, length through the spine, ground through the crown of your head. Continue to breathe. And then walk your hands forward, plant your wrists <coughs> below your shoulders, once more halfway position, chest parallel to the earth before taking your hands to your hips, elbows to the sky, slowly Right back to standing, heel-toe, your feet back together. So as promised, we're going to do a little bit of uh, forearm stand today. So hopefully we can find enough space in the room to do that. So let's do that now before we get any further. There's room against uh, the Murphy bed here. There's room against that wall that Jason's next to. I don't recommend setting up against the closet. So um, the, wall, the door would be fine though. And then uh, you can probably grab this little space. Oh, you got that. Sorry, I'm oh, this one. Awesome. Do you want to stand back there? Do you want to stand Okay, so we're going to do a little prep. Uh, this prep will work equally well for headstand or for our balance if you want to 
if uh, you're not uh, practicing forearm balance today. So come to face the wall that you've um, chosen, and let's have a block. So um, if you don't have a block, locate a block. Um, and you're going to place the block right at the wall and take your hands on either side of the block. So um, the space between your index finger and your thumb are going to frame the two sides of the block as you spread your palms on the mat. And then your elbows are going to be shoulder width apart. And for um, most of us, this is going to work out. If you have extra broad shoulders, um, as you know, it's more going to be for men, I'm going to uh, generalize there, then you might need a little more distance between your hands than the block is going to provide. But for most of us, um, the block is going to set us up so our wrists and our elbows are about shoulder width distance apart, which is what we want. So wrists and elbows shoulder width distance apart, you're on your forearms and your knees, and then just allow your heart to sink towards the floor like it did in our puppy dog pose. So the puppy dog pose was the one where we grabbed the outside edges of the mat and then pushed the hips back. So allow the heart to melt down just like that pose so that the shoulder blades are not actively drawing onto the back of the chest, but more passively pulling together at the back of the heart here. Now draw your shoulders away from your ears. Size of the waistline towards the ceiling as you knit the lower front ribs in and back. So that's strength in the abdomen, length in the lower spine. Keep your gaze between your forearms and then tuck your toes, lift your hips up. Keep your gaze where it is, shoulders out of the ears, and basically you want your shoulders over your elbows. Then start to walk your feet forward without letting your shoulders collapse forward. So if your shoulders have to go forward, then don't walk any further forward. Palms down, forearms down, shoulders out of the ears, hips lifted. Walk your left foot towards center and lift your right leg straight up and back. So just like we did in the three-legged dog position, left kneecap lifts, right inner thigh lifts the right leg high into the air. Shoulders are out of the ears. And then right leg down. Right foot to center, left leg lifts. Inner thigh lifts, reach through the heel, shoulders out of the ears, press your forearms down. And then release the left foot down, walk the feet back, land on your knees, sit your hips back towards your heels, extend your arms forward, forehead to the floor, child's pose. Find your breath and allow your breath to bring you back to this moment. Without reflection, without anticipation, just observation of the breath, acceptance of where you are, gratitude for being able to be here. And then walk your hands back so you can sit up. And I'll do a little demo of this. So we're, you know, we're more than halfway there. <laughs> so uh, honestly, I was like, this is as hard. This is as hard as the pose, just lifting the legs like that. Um, 
so I'm going to set up just as I, I had you do just, just a moment ago. Hands on either side of the block, elbows below the shoulders. And you can watch me do these steps. Heart melts so the shoulder blades passively come together. Then shoulder blades out of the ears. Lower ribs knit together so my lower back lengthens as my abdomen strengthens. Toes tuck, hips lift. Walk my feet forward, keep my, head, keep my gaze lifted between my forearms. And then I'm just going to pick one leg to lift. And the leg that's not lifting is going to bend. And just as we hop to the front of our mat, I'm going to lift through the sides of my waistline and kick my heel to the wall. And then bring both heels to the wall, squeeze my legs together, push my forearms down, <coughs> and then eventually walk my feet away from the wall. Shoulders out of my ears, and then come down eventually. So, <laughs> so let's try it. Uh, even just lifting the leg is a good place to get to. Uh, so forearms down. Hands frame the block. Melt your heart, passively bringing the shoulder blades onto the back of your chest. Shoulders out of the ears. Uh, grip your hands into the floor. Press your forearms down. Draw the sides of your waistline back. Tuck your toes. Lift your hips. Keep your gaze between your hands. Walk your feet forward without allowing your shoulders to come forward of your elbows. When you reach that point where your shoulders want to collapse forward, don't let them, and then lift one leg. Decide which leg you're going to lift. Bend the opposite leg. And then use that momentum of your foot kicking into the wall, sides of the waistline towards the wall. Use the strength of your core to get you up. Good, Mary. Keep your elbows a little closer. Good. Good. Oh, you're so there. Does anybody um, want me to help them up, because that is another possibility. So press, press down, okay. I'm not sure what I'm doing. Here, press, lift your leg up, and then press your leg down into my arm. And then I'm just gonna push you to the wall. Can we use the block for our head, or should we keep our, oh wow. Oh, push down, push that down, looks push good. down. Okay, we're gonna, oh, that was good, Jason, that's <laughs> Does anybody wanna lift? Mary, do you wanna try a lift? I need to try. No. Okay, okay, then you're gonna push your shin, straighten your leg and push your shin into my arm. Push down. Okay. And then I'm gonna lift you up. Okay. Good. Excellent, Mary. Push. Yeah. <laughs> At least I feel it. I feel it. Do you wanna push it? Yeah, it's really just you gotta push down and push the shoulders okay. out of your ears. That's a new stuff, yeah. Yeah. This is one intense thing. That's good. I like it. I have really strong shoulders. I'll admit that. Okay. Do you want to lift? Yeah. Push down, push down, push down. Push this down into me. Okay. Yeah. That's you. No, push it down into me. I'm going to push the doll. There you are. So your elbows are a little wide. You've got up. It looked good. Yeah, but I can't get myself up. It's new. It's your new part. I have to open those up. Yeah, I mean, I haven't had... And it's likely that you guys haven't done this in a very long time, if ever. So, um, fantastic. <laughs> well, maybe we'll do it again if uh, there's any yeah. interest in that. Okay, so let's just come to a child's pose. Knees together, uh, hips back. 
Hips back to the heels, head down, and what, what feels better? Arms forward or arms back? You decide and go for it. So um, hopefully it's fun to try something new. <laughs> and I, I'm learning as a parent that um, we really <laughs> are responsible for a lot of our attitude. Um, and it's really just a, <laughs> a matter of deciding a lot of the time deciding how you want to feel about something and continuing to make that decision over and over and over again. So I'm encouraging myself and if you want that this encouragement too to move towards acceptance, not com not complacency necessarily, not that um yeah, not complacency, but acceptance that you came to the, your mat today, you tried something new possibly, and you are where you're at with it. And that's going to change, but it's not going to change in an instant. And can we go past that to the point of being grateful for what we can do? really showing these bodies gratitude. And I think part of that is seeing that there is, a, there is part, there is, who we are is not just these bodies. back to your breath, deep breaths in and out through your nostrils. Walk your hands back towards your hips. Swing your legs forward. Extend your legs out in front of you. And find some height for your hips if need be. So with your legs forward, if you notice your lower spine really rounding, then it's good to sit on the edge of some padding, maybe a blanket or a block, or there's an extra blanket here if anyone wants it. So that the, uh, sitting on that padding, you're going to uh, have the pelvis tilt up so it's upright rather than um, spilling back. Ground through your thighs, pull back through your toes, roll back through your shoulders, and then let's just sit for a moment in this staff pose. I, I always say this, but I remember one of the first classes I used to take um, I was just amazed by how difficult this pose was. Shoulder blades on the back, really, uh, again, engage the upper abdomen to lengthen the lower spine. 
thighs press down, heels reach forward, so much so that the heels might even lift off the floor as you pull your toenails back towards your chest. And from here, take the right knee, take the right hand behind the right knee, and then draw the right knee out to the right. So the foot comes either to the inner thigh of the left leg or the foot traverses uh, your, so the heel comes to your right inner thigh and your left toes come to your left inner thigh. So whatever is available for you there. And if you need to, adjust the uh, blanket or block underneath your hips as you take your hands to either side of your left leg and then start to draw your right ribs towards your left leg to square your chest over your left leg. Walk your chest over the left leg, bringing your right hand possibly to the outside of knee, calf, ankle, or foot. So you're angling your body over your right leg as your hips remain grounded. It's helpful to keep the left hand to the outside of the mat here to press the fingertips down and forward to draw the left ribs back in space as you wrap your right ribs towards your left thigh. So this is uh, head to knee pose, Janushirsasana. So this um, can be done a number of ways. You can continue to reach the chin and the heart towards the left toes as you pull the left toes back towards your chest. Or you can round the spine, pulling your chin to your chest and maybe landing your forehead on your knee. So you can either stay like this, or if you can keep the shape of your upper body here, and then bring your left hand to the outside of your leg or foot, the right hand to the inside, do that, or experiment with that. And then eventually elbows wrap down to frame the leg. Again, shoulders out of the ears. And again, notice what is happening, what's happening with your body in this shape. Let your mind, let your energy, let your attention move to the areas that are being, that are turning on. With an inhale, straighten your arms, lift your chest, curl your upper back slightly before walking your hands back towards your hips. Okay, I'm going to try something that um, I, don't, I haven't taught maybe ever. Um, so flex the right foot and try to bring the outside edge of the right foot to the crease between your left hip, the crease of your left hip. So this is like half lotus leg. If that is not available, if you can't close that knee joint and bring the foot up like that, then 
cross your leg more like a figure four. So the outside of the ankle is on the left thigh. So um, that might cause some discomfort on the thigh, but um, <laughs> might, be good. <laughs> might be good for the thigh. If it's too uncomfortable, then um, find a third alternative. Okay, so um, if, the, if the foot is in the half lotus, take the right arm behind the back and try to grab the big toe with the right um, middle and index finger. And then if that's not available, then you can um, grab the back of the shirt or just keep that out of the equation. Okay, left thigh on the floor, reach the left heel forward, pull the left toes back and begin to fold over the left leg. So reach the left arm forward, reach the heart forward, and then if, um, if you can't reach any further, you can release the head down and maybe rest the head on a blanket or a block or even the left leg. Yeah, good. Oh, good, good idea. So um, some, some people in the room have taken a strap around their left foot to um, grab hold of the strap rather than the foot, which is a good, good way to do it. See, I need to try teaching things more, and then I realize the good, good ways to do them. It's, um, we just all need, we all need to, uh, different options. So um, we're targeting the right outer hip, and again, the back side of the leg. As long as what you're experiencing is not sharp pain that is a, like a, red alert warning sign to back off, then stay with what you're feeling. Try to experience what you're feeling. Try to breathe through what you're feeling. And then again, straighten the left arm, either take, grabbing the outside of the leg or taking the fingertips to the floor, curl your chest towards the sky, and then walk your way out of there. Right leg extends to meet the left, good job, and then uh, pull the, take hold of the back of the left knee with the left hand, pull the foot in, so the foot either touches the inside of the right foot or traverses to the heel to the left thigh foot, toes to the right thigh. So um, legs are about a little wider than a 90 degree angle. Move your blankets as necessary. Frame the left or the right leg with the fingertips and then shift the chest to square over that leg. And then take the left hand to the outside of the calf, ankle, or foot. Shift the chest to the right. Use the fingertips on the earth to press the floor down and away to draw the right ribs to the right and left ribs also to the right. Reach the heart and chin forward as toes pull back. And then either choose to stay in this reaching position or release the head down. Maybe even experiment with curling the upper back so that the chin tucks the chest and the forehead uh, someday lands on the knee.
And then again, if you can keep the rotation of the upper body over the right leg, bring the left hand to the inside of the leg and the right hand to the outside of the leg or foot. And then wrap the knees towards the leg, shoulders out of the ears, forehead, again, either reaching or tucking. And again, find your breath. Next inhale, straighten the arms, curl the chest up, and walk your hands back towards your hips. Okay, again, uh, flex the left foot and either bring the razor edge of the foot to the hip crease, knee pointing more forward, and then squeeze the knee joint together so the uh, thigh and calf pull together. And, or uh, take a wider angle with the knee, flex the foot and place the ankle on the right thigh. So um, either wrap the left arm behind to grab the big toe of the um, left arm behind to grab the big toe of the left foot, or take a strap around the foot and use that to extend the arm, grab the strap. Okay, chest over the right leg, lift the chest, and then begin to walk the whole business the whole business of the chest and the upper body forward to fold over the right leg. And try to, try to stay curious here. Stay curious about the um, difference between the first shape the first side in this shape and the second side in this shape. Then right fingers on the mat or grab the outside of the leg, curl the chest up, upper back bend, upper back back bend, and then let it go. Gently, gingerly, uncross the leg, both legs forward, walk the flesh of the buttocks back and apart, find the sit bones grounded onto whatever they're grounded onto, shoulders back, chest lifts. Then walk your hands forward to fold over both legs into Paschimottanasana. Reach the chest, reach the heart, and 
at some point fold, release the head towards the legs. You can rest it on a blanket or a block or the legs themselves. Pull the toenails back, reach the heels forward, press the thigh bones down. You might want to be so active with the legs that the heels are lifting off of the floor. It's okay that they're not, though, if they're not. Again, return to your breath. Stay present with your body in this shape. Grab the outside edges of your legs or feet. Pull your chest forward, curl your heart up, and then walk your hands back to lie on your back. <coughs> Once you are on your back, gently pull your knees in towards your chest and grab the outside edge of either foot with either hand, setting up for happy baby pose. Lengthen through the low spine and begin to rock side by side as you um, pull one knee down to the earth at a time, rolling side to side along your spine. Eyes can be open or closed. Slowing down, reaching the end of our practice. Draw both knees together, hug your knees into your chest, relaxing your feet side by side, and lengthen your spine along the earth. So more and more of your back body touches down. Should the chest lengthen along your neck, pull the heads of your shoulder blades towards the floor, and then let it go. Find your way to Lion's Savasana, taking any little detours you'd like to get there. Putting on any additional clothing, make yourself comfortable. As we set the body up for Savasana, our corpse pose, <coughs> thinking, I like to think about this moving out of the inhabitation of the body. <coughs> but all practice, all through the asanas, the postures, where expressing. We're moving in a way, we're taking these shapes that reflect our own state, our own physical being. 
as we move into this passive shape. We move out of that realm of expression and into observation. this body to rest. While you remain observant.
And as you're ready, slowly start to re-inhabit this body. Move your fingers and your toes. If you'd like, rock your arms, legs, and the back of your head from side to side. Before bending your knees one at a time, extend your right arm and roll onto your right side. Press your way back to seated, keeping your eyes closed. Any comfortable seat that you would like at this time, take it. And as you find your seat, just take another moment to observe. Palms together in front of your heart. <coughs> we'll close practice with a single sound of home. Exhale your breath and inhale for all.